Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to our Facebook Live Stay Healthy Doctor Talk. It's our first session for 2020. Uh, yeah, 2021. Sorry. <laughs> well, uh, today we have a very relevant topic that I think is um, going to be uh, quite um, important for all of us. You know, whether we are here in Thailand or anywhere else in the world who we are, what we're doing. I think this is a very relevant topic. As you can see, our topic is coping with stress during COVID-19 pandemic. We're very happy to have with us here, uh, Dr. Jinda Udompanyawit, who is a family physician and therapist here at Bamungrat International. Welcome, Dr. Jinda. Thank you, Dr. Elisio. So uh, tell us what, what types of um, illnesses do you see or what types of patients do you help and what do you help them with just to uh, introduce yourself yes so i'm actually practicing a lot of uh, family therapy and um, individual therapy as well as couples therapy um, for patients who have conflict in the home or sometimes uh, they have medical illnesses i deal a lot with cancer patients and especially um, if they're in their advanced stage or dying stage, I help them um, as a family to overcome um, the stress and the mental uh, issues that arise when there is um, these type of issues going on. So this is what I've been doing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, with the current state of COVID-19, you know, COVID-19 was, was unheard of a year and a half ago. Yes. And... Um, as we all know, it has affected our lives many more ways than, than, than in, you know, in, in some people, it might be a lot of uh, changes in their lives. And some people, they might not even know that they have been affected by COVID. Yes. And um, some people's lives have been changed and some people's lives are still just going on as, as usual. Mm -hmm. um, how, you know, has COVID um, changed the way, I mean, the types of patients that you see, mm -hmm. have you seen this affecting the people and, you know, how do they actually come to you? You know, what, what are the problems that they come to you with? Um, there has been definitely a change mm -hmm. in, in what I've been seeing and it's palpable. I think, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times when I was uh, still working with patients previous to COVID-19, I noticed that, um, in terms of relationships, uh, patients would come in with maybe uh, not so much of conflict, but maybe affairs or um, loneliness or things like that. But once they are locked down or in quarantine, somehow there's more anxiety, there's more conflicts within the home, and they come in because of communication issues. Um, on a personal level, there's been um, maybe sometimes because of the loss of safety and stability, threat of sickness and death, there's been um, uh, anxiety and and some get really uh, worried. And due to the socioeconomic uh, issues that's been ongoing now, there's been um, a lot of uh, maybe some depression as well that's been happening. Mm -hmm. uh, it's affecting mostly people who originally have mental health issues. Mm -hmm. um, that's been, uh, at, uh, whether it's social distancing or lockdown or quarantine, right. that has really aggravated their right. illness. Right. Um, or if there's already family dynamics mm -hmm. that are not very good, then okay. this 
happened like that. Yeah. So you're saying that there's a change in the way in the way people come to you, what they're experiencing. Mm-hmm. So how does this actually affect us? How, can you explain that to us? You know, how does a situation like social distancing, you know, uh, having to wear masks, um, uh, going through changes in your lives, how does this affect us? And uh, how how do you explain that? You know. Mm. Um, how's it explained? As we uh, in in having a, mm-hmm. I look at it at, from a lens of the loss. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a loss definitely, maybe from a loved one, mm-hmm. uh, for per- certain people who are going through illness and then suddenly lose a loved one through COVID. Mm-hmm. That's real threat and danger. That suddenly triggers a part of our brain called the amygdala. And this is um, amygdala, which is in the middle part of the brain. It 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 triggers this flight or fight response because mm-hmm. it's it's danger, you know. Um, for some of us, it doesn't trigger that much. Maybe it's a loss of a certainty, and there's uncertainty, and the routine has been changed. And we're creatures of habits. So once this all change, and it's and it feels like there's danger, and we're in this um, kind of like a state where we are feeling like we've been triggered, then negative feelings like anxiety or fear or sadness, things like that will can can override and and get through to us. I call this um, where we would be in a state of hyper arousal. I see mm-hmm. that a lot where patients have anxiety and hypervigilance. They are always feeling like there's a fight or flight um, within them and it could get really chaotic. But at the same time, some people will shut down, and this is called mm-hmm. hypoarousal, mm-hmm. and they can feel numb or they can freeze, mm-hmm. um, and 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 just go into a mode of not mm-hmm. feeling anything mm-hmm. or pushing it all down into their bodies. But what we would like to see is that people can slowly come out of that and be in their, uh, be grounded, be more mm-hmm. flexible, and have that window of of tolerance. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that there are there are two extremes yes. where where it's not. Good. Yes. And this causes effects onto our bodies and uh, the way we act and the way we respond. Yes. The way we act is mm-hmm. true. We call this unhealthy coping, mm-hmm. which um, once a person feel that they they're in danger, mm-hmm. they can couple it with a uh, the, and they can't go anywhere. It's like they can't fight, they can't flight, so they mm-hmm. freeze. And sometimes this energy that's built up in them it turns into fear mm. and it's it sometimes feels like i don't want to feel this fear mm-hmm. so some people then go into a hypoarousal state where mm-hmm. they escape and they mm-hmm. numb themselves or sometimes they just uh go into they want an instant high so that they mm-hmm. could just avoid you know so there's this avoidance behavior mm-hmm. but some become hyper aroused and hyper vigilant so they you know keep searching the internet for information or try to control not to uh, prevent disaster from happening to them, mm-hmm. so they buy and hoard. Um, so this can happen. Um, and this is, if it continues to happen on and on, where you don't really address your fear mm-hmm. or really address the root of why you're feeling all of this mm-hmm. and how come you're so triggered, then it could become an addictive spiral and becomes compounded. And then finally, if we're uh, through times that now we're, we're going through it, mm-hmm continuously mm-hmm. because this is a war and most wars mm-hmm. do run in years as we've seen in the past mm-hmm. where uh, history shows us in this chronic state it could feel like there's a stuck sense of helplessness mm-hmm. and then this stuck sense of helplessness we um, are 
mostly now concerned that there might be what we call a post-traumatic stress disorder right. as well. That's very yeah. interesting. The way you put it, that COVID-19 is, is like us experiencing a war. Mm -hmm. And because of this COVID-19 being part of our lives for a long time, then many of us could start experiencing post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. This is very interesting because um, the, the term post-traumatic stress disorder comes from an event, life-changing event, or life-changing events mm -hmm. that, that change you and the way you think mm -hmm. and the way you react. Mm -hmm. you, you, you see, um, this usually what I know is what war veterans experience or you know, people who have experienced severe loss uh, dramatic changes in their life and and uh, it changes them and it affects them for for a long long time and they don't get help yes. and it, it really messes up the life yes the study of uh, post-traumatic stress disorder started um, with war veterans where mm -hmm. they see that sometimes after they've come back from the war mm -hmm. they notice that they have been uh, they're still having flashbacks about the scenes that happened mm -hmm. during the wartime. Mm -hmm. They're still uh, more prone to uh, certain sounds or certain things that trigger them into mm -hmm. the past. And it becomes distressing memories. Sometimes they have nightmares. Mm -hmm. And they still surround themselves with people talking about yes. what has happened in the past. And this could certainly be something that we could see might be happening with the COVID-19 war that we're fighting mm -hmm. with the virus mm -hmm. where lots of things has happened and there's probably memories that become mm -hmm. distressing. Of course, PTSD now we are finding that even some people have these symptoms not because of war, but certain things that happen in their lives, maybe loss of a loved ones mm -hmm. and things like that, but also minor things as well. It depends on the meaning making mm -hmm. that it happens for that person or if that person is vulnerable like children mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or have mental health issues. And we see that in the um, times that has happened in the many in history, mm -hmm. we this is something very interesting I see because as a family therapist, I also think in systems. Mm -hmm. And we see that people have passed through wars, phase of war, mm -hmm. and then alternate with phase of uh, the era of awakening. I could see that there's like maybe a 20 year gap in between and then they they go back into this cycle of maybe another war a depression mm -hmm. you know and then we also had gone through a phase of awakening where there's mm -hmm. a lot of um, new technology that has uh, mm -hmm. come up and so the generation that uh, has passed through this awakening now mm -hmm. goes through now this war and we are wondering that if the trauma can be at least resolved or the fear could be resolved we can see that uh, the next time the awakening come, it might be uh, very good. Mm -hmm. But sometimes um, we can see that people who have gone through war before, like World mm -hmm. War II, mm -hmm. uh, generations that are like baby boomers or before that, you can see some behaviors of like they're still afraid of the not having enough to eat or mm -hmm. need to hoard things or keep right. things, right. can't throw away things. Right. And the generation after that are like, why is my grandpa like this? Why is right. he not... Uh, yeah. Why can't he just throw things away? And mm -hmm. that the new generation doesn't understand. So I see that both in a collective level and also a family level. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I wonder how this COVID war is going mm -hmm. to result because we are now having to wear masks all the time. Right. And I wonder if later on, as we have newer generations, right. they might go like, why is grandpa and grandma so, so hygienic? Why right. are they so afraid of right. uh, germs, you know? Right. Yeah, yes. so this could happen yes. as well, unless we kind of maybe work through our trauma and resolve and transform. Mm -hmm. Social distancing is a, is a term 
that mm-hmm. has popped up. I think in in the just the past year, although social distancing in in a way has already been in place to prevent a lot of illnesses from spreading. Mm-hmm. But the term social distancing was new to me. Mm. How does this affect us? You know, how does it affect our lives and us personally? How does it affect us? Yeah. Um, actually, humans, we are wired to connect. Mm-hmm. Um, so I talked about the amygdala where we right. have this fight and flight response. Right. But we are also wired to connect and be regulated emotionally with mm-hmm. our loved ones. Mm-hmm. As long as we have someone beside us, we feel more safe. Mm. And so the problem with going through war is it feels like it's not safe. Mm-hmm. But in the past, when we go through war, we still feel that we have each other. Right. We can be mm-hmm. with each other. Mm-hmm. But now with the COVID-19, it's really a phenomenon because we have to social distance. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we have the uh, internet and mm-hmm. technology mm-hmm. to still bond us together in some mm-hmm. way, but still physical touch mm-hmm. and closeness is still mm-hmm. important. And especially if people are stuck with being living alone mm-hmm. or people are stuck in a family that mm-hmm. are uh, not having healthy relationships, mm-hmm. this could be quite traumatic as well. Mm-hmm. 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 So uh, at this point in time, this group of people need uh, pretty much some attention mm-hmm. to, you know, be able to regulate themselves mm-hmm. through this uh, mm-hmm. fearful time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Now, um, how do we how do we actually cope? with this because it's it's going to be with us for a long time social distancing lockdown it will come and go in in some countries they're they're in full lockdown mm-hmm. we are starting to here in thailand are starting to open up uh, schools are going to be starting tomorrow uh, on monday yes uh, traffic's probably going to be back to normal already but it's it's going to be part of our lives and so how do we actually deal with the stress of uncertainty, uh, dealing with changes in our lives, uh, changes when when we lose a loved one uh, because of COVID, and um, how can we strengthen ourselves to deal with this? Mm-hmm. Actually, the good news mm-hmm. is uh, people are mostly resilient, mm-hmm. and whatever that's happened, whatever stress that has occurred, mm-hmm. although it could be shocking, mm-hmm. people do get better on their own. Mm. Even I see a sense that there's a shift after the initial shock Mm -hmm. of the trauma. People do have to get their bearings again, like Mm -hmm. get themselves oriented. What am I going to do? And Mm -hmm. then they start to have these new terms like Mm -hmm. the new normal, Mm -hmm. things like that. And that creates such a a, a kind of like another sense of stability Mm -hmm. that, okay, we're going to go into this kind of routine. And then now everyone's uh, used to wearing masks and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, rubbing in alcohol and things like that. Mm -hmm. So we see that most will get better on their own. Mm -hmm. Of course, we see that sometimes people will have... um, from the very beginning, mm-hmm. a curve that goes down, like how they react and their mm-hmm. behavior, as I've ex- uh, explained mm-hmm. previously. But if they've reached that new normal where mm-hmm. they feel like they could survive, they can adapt, then it goes up to maybe they could feel that they can recover mm-hmm. and there'll be growth. Mm-hmm. And in this, I call it resilience, where mm-hmm. there's flexibility during difficult mm-hmm. times. And um, this is a time when there was fear and mm-hmm. you were freezing in, in an immobilized state. Mm-hmm. And suddenly you start to reframe that. You mm-hmm. say, hey, 
I'm not defeated. There's mm-hmm. opportunity here. Mm-hmm. We can fight. We can. Uh, we're not alone here. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 can be a role model. We can grow through this. Mm-hmm. So the key point here, and this is a big concept. Before I go into the the what we do, mm-hmm. is that we uh, as a community, mm-hmm. you know, move through this through compassionate communication. And positivity and compassion. Mm-hmm. You know, we uh, we allow each other to mm-hmm. cope, mm-hmm. maybe unhealthily at first, because we understand that in being resilient, sometimes you're you might feel all those negativity, mm-hmm. but you'll pull through. You'll help each other pull through. So allowing each other to go through that mm-hmm. in a safe space, mm-hmm. and then slowly finding ways to calm down, be stable, and then. You can find ways. Mm-hmm. So this is um, this is where I I can show you here in in this diagram where at first the red arrow is like the trauma mm-hmm. is so big mm-hmm. and you don't have resources to cope with it. So mm-hmm. you go into this unhealthy behavior for mm-hmm. a while, but then after a while you start to find things mm-hmm. and they become more equal where mm-hmm. you have enough resources within you to be as big as the trauma, mm-hmm. and finally. Bigger than the trauma, mm-hmm. and this is how we get through. Mm-hmm. So, how do we actually start? Um, so, as I've said, you know, the mm-hmm. first uh, we call this psychological first aid, mm-hmm. where the first thing we have to do is uh, the basic is mm-hmm. create that sense of safety. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're not out of the woods as much yet, but the mm-hmm. vaccine does give us hope. Mm-hmm. So um, at first, we just have to create that sense of safety and stability. Mm-hmm. And the first thing is, as I've said, is the mm-hmm. new normal, the powerful right. routines right. that we can do. Mm-hmm. Either we go into lockdown or quarantine, try as much as possible to to adapt until it mm-hmm. becomes some sort of a routine for mm-hmm. us, or even the way we protect ourselves, mm-hmm. it becomes a routine. I know that when I get mm-hmm. out, I, I I take care of myself, but mm-hmm. when I go into the house, I might have to take off mm-hmm. my clothes, wash my hands, mm-hmm. and things like that. You know, mm-hmm. but try to maintain a routine that is not as different right. as. Like totally di- different or as mm-hmm. drastically mm-hmm. different than the usual. If you have to work at home, mm-hmm. um, try to still maintain that routine of mm-hmm. waking up, mm-hmm. eating as a family, mm-hmm. and then as you go to work, usually you go outside, mm-hmm. but you're in the home. Maybe mm-hmm. restructure your home in a way that you can still have that privacy in the mm-hmm. workplace from your kids. So mm-hmm. you still have that sense of normalcy mm-hmm. in in in. And in an adaptive way, right. uh, so that means you might have to set boundaries and talk to your family right. when you're working at home. If kids are online schooling, you mm-hmm. might renegotiate roles and responsibility. Mm-hmm. If it becomes too much at times, you can still still say, "Okay, I can't mm-hmm. do this." Mm-hmm. Feel okay to say no, mm-hmm. and people around you can also feel okay that you know you can't mm-hmm. do it. So if we have that kind of um, understanding mm-hmm. between each other, I think that's the first thing. We feel safe with each other. Okay. We feel safe with the circumstances. So we stabilize ourselves by mm-hmm. starting some form of routine. Yes. Because it's the changes that produce these stresses. Mm-hmm. And if we can establish routine in our own lives, in our families, yes, and that creates a sense of safety and stability and stability yes. that will reduce our stress to a certain degree yes also mm-hmm. another thing that uh we notice which um some of uh some countries have coined covid stress syndrome mm-hmm. is that uh there's been one of the uh 
highlights of this stress syndrome, like the symptoms that we notice is mm -hmm. so much of the social media seeking and reassuring yeah. of safety. So there's mm -hmm. a information overload that mm -hmm. happens. Mm -hmm. And so that creates unnecessary stress mm -hmm. as well. And also we've come to realize sometimes on the internet, all the mm -hmm. some of the information are mm -hmm. not really true mm -hmm. um, or can be true and cannot be true. It's mm -hmm. just so confusing sometimes. Mm -hmm. So um, another rule of thumb is to just you know, have adequate, like go through your information mm -hmm. in, a, in a way that you filter it. Mm -hmm. Get the so sources that are really like reliable, uh, reliable but mm -hmm. um, not just read everything right. and in a panic state. If you're in a panic state, right. don't go reading these things. Right. You know, uh, work with yourself first. Mm -hmm. So once you go through the information, look at what, which one is facts, mm -hmm. which one is just stories mm -hmm. and filter it. And just mm -hmm. stick to the facts mm -hmm. and then make up your mind. That's right. the important thing. Sometimes you read, 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 and then you're like, I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. uh, go and talk to people, mm -hmm. make up your mind, mm -hmm. set up your routine. Mm -hmm. If you want to protect, protect. Mm -hmm. If you want to do this mm -hmm. and that to, mm -hmm. to increase your immune system or increase mm -hmm. your health, just do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Once you have that, then, um, I feel like most of the people can be resilient in that mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. But sometimes there's this emotional component which people come in and feel like they can't deal with their emotions. They become easily irritated. They have these angry outbursts. They have panic attacks. And I have a lot more of those. Or sometimes they have body sensations that are really weird coming mm -hmm. in. Um, and and I, I would uh, ask them to work with me in mm -hmm. doing some stabilization techniques too. Mm. Um, so you can actually stabilize yourself, your mm -hmm. own emotions, when you feel that these things are coming to you, you you're starting to feel unusually yes. um, jittery or yes. not normal, mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. you're able to stabilize yourself? Yes, there's mm -hmm. some really, uh, t there's some techniques that mm -hmm. we've done uh, for patients who have trauma. Yes. Um, because once you get triggered at that amygdala level mm -hmm. and at a chronic state or a mm -hmm. long time, sometimes you're in this hyper arousal state mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. And how to really stabilize it is not just a psychological matter, but also mm -hmm. a physiologic matter mm -hmm. where your sympathetic system has been activated for a long time. Mm -hmm. So we do uh, grounding techniques mm -hmm. because sometimes you're be still being reminded of what's happened in the past mm -hmm. and these things are still triggering you. So grounding is bringing you into the present state. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I do is ask patients when they are going to, um, they're, they're in that state of really like they're, they're, the environment is sur surreal. They're feeling mm -hmm. that sensation of flooding mm -hmm. to ground themselves by five, four, three, two, one. Okay. So five is what five things you see in this room? What mm. five things do you see in this room, Dr. Alicia? Well, I see you. I see the chairs. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, everybody else here in the studio. <laughs> yes. So yes, I, I quickly let you move from that state where you might be very uh, ruminating in thoughts and mm -hmm. your feelings are overwhelming you mm -hmm. and you don't, it's almost as if you're lifted off your feet. You right. can't get a grounding. Right to really ground yourself in the room like okay what do you see so you're projecting your thoughts outward now mm -hmm. to orientate yourself about where mm -hmm. you are this is the first thing then i ask what are the four things you can touch around you and mm -hmm. feel around you like maybe put your hand and this is projecting into your hand mm -hmm. the feelings that you feel maybe mm -hmm. the chair mm -hmm. maybe um you know the back of this chair Mm -hmm. uh, a water bottle, something mm -hmm. cold, you know, this will help you again, 
take you out、mm-hmm. of that thought flooding sensation. To really grounding yourself. Sometimes,、mm-hmm. what are you doing? Sitting in the chair, your feet is on the floor.、Mm-hmm. Things like that.、Okay. Yes. And then three is maybe like, what are you hearing? And、mm-hmm. things like that. And some people find sounds really comforting and stillness really、mm-hmm. helping them feel still.、Mm-hmm. Then after they're grounding, which is very quick,、mm-hmm. then I let them do certain techniques of breathing,、mm-hmm. where、um, in order to slow down the sympathetic,、mm-hmm. I help them activate the parasympathetic system. And in doing this,、mm-hmm. I let them breathe in, maybe at a count of four,、mm-hmm. and out at a count of seven. So the exhalation is longer、mm-hmm. than the inhalation,、mm-hmm. and this will stimulate the parasympathetic system、mm-hmm. so that. Uh, the heart rate goes down,、mm-hmm. your muscles relax,、mm-hmm. and then maybe do a body scan where it's、mm-hmm. tense and、mm-hmm. to clear up all the tenseness. But the last thing I help them do as well as they are breathing like that、mm-hmm. and calming themselves、mm-hmm. down is the butterfly hug,、mm-hmm. and this is a technique that、uh, we we borrow from the、uh, EMDR、mm-hmm. school of、uh, treating trauma,、mm-hmm. where you tap bilaterally. Like this, or you can do like this.、Mm-hmm. Yeah,、mm-hmm. yeah. This is tapping simulates both sides of the brain, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and as you breathe, is very, very relaxing. Yeah,、mm-hmm. yeah. So these are the three things that I initially do、mm-hmm. uh, um, advise my patients right. to right. stabilize right. themselves, and、right. I've gotten good reports that it does take them out、right. of that. Hyper vigilant state、right. for sure,、right. and then after a while, I let them go through an exercise that maybe think of a safe place,、mm-hmm. uh, an inner safe place where you、mm-hmm. you can connect to and feel、mm-hmm. really calm.、Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. Some people connect to nature,、mm-hmm. like a forest,、mm-hmm. the sea, or their rooms. A lot of people connect、mm-hmm. to their rooms.、Mm-hmm. They would feel really safe in their rooms. So、mm-hmm. sometimes in that feeling of not feeling safe,、mm-hmm. we connect to. Something safe inside of us,、mm-hmm. and then continue to do that butterfly.、Mm-hmm. So that really helps. Yes. Wow, so those are very interesting techniques. Yes, and then we, when when patients are now stabilized, then they could achieve a state of mind where they can be having clarity,、mm-hmm. maybe clarity of what they want to do,、mm-hmm. the priorities they want to set. You、mm-hmm. know, because as long as we're in that mental state where we're in this fight or flight or freeze、right. mode, and、right. we're still. Hyper aroused,、right. we, we we cannot be clear、right. about what to do, and it just keeps、right. on in that cycle.、Mm. But once we have the clarity, we might know that okay, we have to release control.、Mm-hmm. You know,、um, then I help them practice gratitude,、mm-hmm. self compassion,、mm-hmm. and then joy.、Mm-hmm. And finally, they they might be able to come up with creative ways or creativity、mm-hmm. in order to. Work out their routines again,、mm-hmm. or、um, what activities to do with、mm-hmm. the family,、mm-hmm. how to bring joy in life again,、mm-hmm. even though the situation is like this.、Mm-hmm. You know how to be creative in the socio-economic situation with、mm-hmm. their employees、mm-hmm. who are, you know,、uh, wanting, to,、uh, who are panicking, for、mm-hmm. example. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Right, right, right.、Yes. So there are techniques when you feel yourself in a panic, when you feel that things are going out of control, and You know when people feel that the, their world is spinning. Yes, you can use these simple techniques.、Mm-hmm. Does it have to be step by step? No, actually. Or all of them, or one or one technique or another. I ask them to、um, 
start to get used to it, mm-hmm. practice it mm-hmm. um, on a daily basis because mm-hmm. it does take time for the neuro- neuron networks in their brain to connect to the sense of calmness mm-hmm. that you practice every day. Mm-hmm. And once you're able to connect more and more to your inner safe place, mm-hmm. that neural network is activated more often. It becomes um, mm-hmm. quick to access. Mm-hmm. And when you are really flooding, like mm-hmm. you're having a fight with a friend mm-hmm. or you heard the news and you're shocked, mm-hmm. you know, you can remember to access this in a very quick way. And when mm-hmm. you do that, it's mm-hmm. not step by step. It's all in one. Okay. You ground yourself, you touch, you breathe, you do butterfly. Mm-hmm. It's so quick. And they, mm-hmm. they, they, it's up, mm-hmm. it's up to that person, mm-hmm. whatever works. Mm-hmm. Because th- so that's why you need to explore right. and practice so you know what really works. And right. there's, more techniques than this. And so if patients come back to me and said, this still doesn't really work, I help Mm -hmm. them with other things. Mm -hmm. I also help them do mind-body exercises Mm -hmm. because, you know, a lot of these sensations come through your body. So as long as you can uh, be oriented to the body, Mm -hmm. and this is the thing, in this generation, a lot of people are more oriented to, to the thoughts. They're just all fixated in the thought. They forgot about their body. And then when their body activates, they don't even know. And then they get scared. So I help them to realize that this is happening in their Mm -hmm. body and that they could actually help their body Mm -hmm. calm down. Mm -hmm. It's fine. It's not, it's not the end of the world Mm -hmm. feeling that they feel they can make it better. And some mind body exercises are like yoga, Mm -hmm. tai chi, qigong Mm -hmm. is really good. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you awake your body sensations mm-hmm. through tapping like mm-hmm. this. These actually really are um, scientifically proven, actually, although they're ancient traditions. Right. Yes. So mm-hmm. when we start to feel that we lose control, we yes. can actually take control back. Mm-hmm. So how do we take, you know, we have to take action, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as I was mentioning, that's the stabilization techniques, right. you know, but actually on the long term, uh, you have to build your resources. Mm-hmm. And the building of resources comes mm-hmm. through self-care. Mm-hmm. So um, I've noticed that the people who come to see me, especially, um, you know, our age, mm-hmm. like 20s to 40s, are very uh, busy mm-hmm. and working really hard. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of like running at 100 miles an hour already. Mm-hmm. And then COVID comes crashing mm-hmm. down and mm-hmm. everything kind of stops. And then they're bewildered. They're like, what's going on, you right. know? And and so they, they don't, they become disoriented mm-hmm. a lot. And I would help them to realize that, you know, what's been happening, like mm-hmm. reflect in the past. Mm-hmm. And they, they can see that they haven't had much of self-care. Mm. It's been chaotic. And mm-hmm. at this point in time, because of COVID, some people are laid off. Mm-hmm. And then the people who are remaining, mm-hmm. they have to do more than right. they, they, they once did too. Yes. Um, it could lead to burnout, mm-hmm. you know. They're also feeling guilty too. Mm-hmm. So both physical self-care mm-hmm. as well as mental self-care mm-hmm. is so important. Mm-hmm. So I, I work with people um, to go through their schedules, mm-hmm. as I've said before, mm-hmm. if their routines are able to go, are healthy enough mm-hmm. as well. Do they get enough rest? Mm-hmm. You know, do they get enough of the um, good food and mm-hmm. vegetables and um, uh, proteins and things mm-hmm. so that they balance their inflammation process mm-hmm. within their body mm-hmm. and so it doesn't cause excess stress on their body, mm-hmm. you know, or the exercise, the movements that mm-hmm. help them 
to feel in touch with their bodies mm -hmm. as well as um, give them that energy to go mm -hmm. through the day, mm -hmm. you know, even sunlight mm -hmm. still you you have social distancing, but mm -hmm. you can still go out right. if you are careful mm -hmm. to get that needed uh, mm -hmm. light mm -hmm. for yourselves and things like that. The same is with mental self care, mm -hmm. you know, um, body mind exercises, mm -hmm. as I've said, mm -hmm. as well as are you in touch with your feelings? Mm -hmm. This is a, a, a main part of my work, too, is mm -hmm helping people to be in touch, not just with their bodies, mm -hmm. but with their feelings, mm -hmm. you know, um, because they've gone through a lot of mm -hmm. feelings, which they don't, they don't know mm. what these feelings are. And they don't know how to process these feelings. And they don't know how mm -hmm. to process it. And mm. one of the things that really help is just naming it, mm. naming the feelings. Mm -hmm. So I have this chart for them and they can go through the vocabularies that mm -hmm. they might never ever learned in their mm -hmm. their families mm -hmm. about how they mm -hmm. feel mm -hmm. you're sad mm -hmm. you're angry mm -hmm. but what kind of sad are you mm -hmm. depressed mm -hmm. are you lonely are you devastated mm -hmm. are you feeling despair or defeat are you mm -hmm. helpless mm -hmm. just by naming it mm -hmm. will help them feel that sense of aha mm -hmm. i i know now and there's a relief that comes mm -hmm. with that mm -hmm. And you don't, you don't get sucked into it too. Mm -hmm. Somehow that is how the mind works. You don't get sucked in it once you know what you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. It's like as if you see the predator mm -hmm. that's threatening you mm -hmm. and you know what to do now. Mm -hmm. But before that, you don't know what's threatening you. Mm -hmm. So you don't know what to do. And mm -hmm. you're in the sense of loss and panic. Right. So that happens to a lot of my patients when they, once they are able to identify their feelings. Mm -hmm. Then I help them maybe uh, suggest to them to journal it mm -hmm. or to talk about it with their loved mm -hmm. ones. Mm -hmm. Of course, we're not going to let them dwell on these feelings. Right. That's different. Mm -hmm. If you dwell on it too much and you keep repeating and repeating mm -hmm. and going mm -hmm. through the trauma like that, that's not helpful. Mm -hmm. But processing is helping you discover mm -hmm. what is it you need? What is it you want? Mm -hmm. How can you request it? Um, what letting the feelings tell you what you need mm -hmm. and then letting that feeling go. You felt mm -hmm. it. Thank it. You know, mm -hmm. okay, thank you, anger. You're here to let me know that someone hurt me. Mm -hmm. And now I know what's the problem. Mm -hmm. Now I have to deal with the problem, mm -hmm. but I don't have to use anger for mm -hmm. anything else. Mm -hmm. I can let you go now. Mm -hmm. So feeling is like an alarm system. Mm -hmm. Just let it tell you things mm -hmm. and not be afraid of it. Mm -hmm. And then thank it and let it go. Mm. So this is the mental self-care that I, mm -hmm. I talk to my patients about. Mm -hmm. And of course, then out of yourself, then you connect with loved ones. Mm -hmm. um, this is very funny that uh, after COVID happened, one of the things that's really great is the virtual communities mm -hmm. that happen mm -hmm. all over the world. Even right. my daughter was connected to a lot of that. They mm -hmm. sing together, they play games together. So we as human beings have the capacity mm -hmm. to be so creative. Mm -hmm. We can still connect to nature mm -hmm. in places of positive energy. Mm -hmm. I tell my patients all the time, if you can start building places mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. you can go there and feel good, mm -hmm. bring people you love to that place. And once you have that connection with that place, when you feel really flooded and down, mm -hmm. you go to that place, the positive energy comes back to you. Mm -hmm. The last thing I see a lot of people do during COVID is they start to see that the time that they, like suppose they can't go out anymore mm -hmm. and the things that they used to enjoy, they don't know what to do anymore mm -hmm. uh, or they, they don't have a job anymore. Mm -hmm. They turn that into an opportunity to uh, learn more, mm -hmm. 
learn things online, self-development.、Mm-hmm. So lots of things are now、mm-hmm. online for people to、mm-hmm. learn.、Mm-hmm. Some are even free.、Right. So you can try to get access through these、right. resources like that.、Mm-hmm. And the last one, I think that's a huge one,、mm-hmm. is when people are connected. Now this is a time when you、um, mm-hmm. people. A lot of people tell me after a while, the COVID has actually opened up. Um, a time for them to、mm-hmm. be with themselves, with their loved ones, and also with their own spirituality, with their life purpose. Maybe connecting、mm-hmm. to some something bigger. Like many people are talking about God or nature,、mm-hmm. and finding a way to have this deep peace and hope, as if the material things of this world that they were used to, like you、mm-hmm. know, consuming,、mm-hmm. running after,、mm-hmm. um, after the society and things like that. They start to、mm-hmm. question that, and they start to come back to themselves and. Ask themselves what it is that really、mm-hmm. is for them that、mm-hmm. they really want for themselves.、Mm-hmm. That's more lasting,、right. you know. So COVID has turned into that as well. It's、right. it's stressful, but、mm-hmm. it could be a, a place of spiritual、mm-hmm. growth and transformation. Right. Yeah. Yes.、Yeah. So if if you you know you're you're here on your own and you try to do all of these things.、Mm-hmm. But you still feel that you're getting nowhere. You still feel that you're stuck.、Mm. What can I do、mm. if I'm in a place where I feel I've done everything already and I still feel stuck? Okay, I want to show you something、mm-hmm. that、uh, when patients and even myself,、mm-hmm. when we start to do many things that I've told you,、mm-hmm. um, one of the key points that、uh, you'll learn and hopefully discover is that. You'll have to select the one that really matches you,、mm-hmm. and slowly create this routine that is yours.、Mm-hmm. So, if you're still finding yourself in a state of, I want, oh, this is good, that is good. I'll just do more of this, more of that. People say to do this, people say to、mm-hmm. do that, and you're all over the place trying、mm-hmm. to find the thing、yeah. that's good for you.、Mm-hmm. Then that might feel stuck as well.、Mm-hmm. But if you can take it one day at a time. Put up something like, okay, maybe the central part of my life is about rest.、Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe、uh, like this butterfly here that I have up,、um, you have inside of yourself that、mm-hmm. sense of peace and rest. And of course, on one side, the wing is you warm up to the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have some routines to warm up. Whether it's a, a lot of people use exercise and、mm-hmm. movements.、Mm-hmm. And then maybe some journaling or、mm-hmm. devotions, and then maybe to spike themselves up, something to set their goals for the day,、mm-hmm. and then they go out like a butterfly to this flower,、mm-hmm. that flower,、mm-hmm. to this heart, that heart. Connect to people, connect to things that they want to do.、Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they wind down and then they rest again. And this is one day at a time approach. But of course, if you feel still very stuck,、mm-hmm. you know. The other thing that we can still do is to go.、Um, if you can't maintain in yourself,、mm-hmm. then you may have to seek professional help、mm-hmm. or even help from other people who、mm-hmm. can help you.、Mm-hmm. And what happens in these help, like the way patients come and see、mm-hmm. me, is they feel listened to.、Mm-hmm. And when I talk about listening, I love this character, the Chinese character that's put up here.、Um, up here is. When you listen, you listen not just with your ears.、Mm-hmm. You listen with your eyes.、Mm-hmm. You listen with your heart,、mm-hmm. and you become one with that other person.、Mm-hmm. 
as if I don't know why the king is there, but <laughs> maybe it's because that person is now the center mm -hmm. of where you are going to see. And there's mm -hmm. a, a family therapist called Satir who talks about this iceberg mm -hmm. where you don't just see a person in their behavior. Mm -hmm. You see deeper down, like mm. their feelings, mm. their perceptions, their mm. expectations, their mm. yearnings, mm -hmm. until you reach that point where you can understand the self mm -hmm. of that person. Mm -hmm. And when that person is seen like that, it's so comforting, even mm. through all the circumstances. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that therapy does is it creates that feeling of being seen, mm -hmm. but that person also become aware. Mm of what's going on with them. Mm -hmm. And this connection within the self mm -hmm. at a deeper level mm -hmm. might reveal um, the mystery of why you're still stuck. Mm -hmm. You know, what past trauma is mm -hmm. being triggered at this point mm -hmm. from what's the COVID happening. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not the present day mm -hmm. issue at all. Maybe mm -hmm. it's something else. Mm -hmm. Or when I do family therapy, mm -hmm. is there a communication issue going on mm -hmm. in the relationship? Is there an attachment that is um, broken, mm -hmm. you know. We as a family are related to each other mm -hmm. through a bond that's very special mm -hmm. and it's called the attachment bond. Mm -hmm. And in this bond, couples or mother mm -hmm. and daughter, mm -hmm. father and son, they would go and it really matters if mm -hmm. they feel they're heard, they're seen, mm -hmm. and do they matter to the other person. Mm -hmm. And so during the COVID time when we are very vulnerable mm -hmm. and feel a sense of intense feelings. Mm -hmm. Stabilization help. Self-help, self-care helps. Mm -hmm. But if you are still feeling like alone mm -hmm. or not connected deeply, mm -hmm. it can still be destabilizing, mm -hmm. especially when you're triggered in mm -hmm. fear. Mm -hmm. The last thing is if you're still really stuck and having PTSD, mm -hmm. I feel like um, the EMDR therapy, which is one of the practices that I do, mm -hmm. where we actually stimulate the brain both sides mm -hmm. by eye movement mm -hmm. and brings a person to review the past of their trauma. And they can actually be released from certain distressing memories through mm -hmm. this technique. Mm -hmm. So in combination with the current present circumstances mm -hmm. where they restore themselves mm -hmm. within themselves, within their family and their relationships. Mm -hmm. They also restore their past. Mm -hmm. And it's a very complex and complete process. Mm -hmm. um, of course, I also uh, sometimes uh, access the help of psychiatrists mm -hmm. who give some medications as right. well if a person right. is really suicidal mm -hmm. or having panic attacks that really destabilize mm -hmm. them. And the techniques that I'm using or the talking that mm -hmm. I'm doing or even the EMDR that I'm mm -hmm. doing is it's not quick enough to stabilize right. them. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I access this first too. Mm -hmm. And then in combination with the medication mm -hmm. and what I'm doing in therapy, mm -hmm. they can then later on take off from the mm -hmm. medication mm -hmm. and they could find the root causes mm -hmm. and help mm -hmm. them transform. Another very important field of doctors that I also love to let my patients go to is the functional med doctor or the anti-aging mm -hmm. doctors. Mm -hmm. They might do hormone panels mm -hmm. or, um, you know, maybe some vitamins or mm -hmm. because some people are very stressed and right. so much of their hormones are in havoc. Right. So much of their stress hormones mm -hmm. needs to come down. Right. And there's such a lot of inflammation processes going mm -hmm. on. So a lot of my patients have benefited mm -hmm. from taking uh, the 
vitamin infusions mm -hmm. and things like that, mm -hmm. or even take some hormones to help them mm -hmm. uh, reduce their stress, mm -hmm. you know. So I use a combination of many things mm -hmm. so that they could really feel the difference right. and right. reset mm -hmm. themselves straight mm -hmm. through. Yeah. And finally, I think when people come to that point where they could restore themselves mm -hmm. and re their relationships, mm -hmm. they, they can find that this is a, the COVID is like, it has its own silver lining mm -hmm. in this cloud mm -hmm. where it seems like a dark cloud at first, mm -hmm. but there's meaning in there that mm -hmm. they could find mm -hmm. through and through. And as a co collective community, mm -hmm. so I like to use the butterfly, you know, if you're just one lone butterfly, you kind of like the storm comes and you 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 can't survive, mm -hmm. you know. But I've seen butterflies; they come together and mm -hmm. they go on this tree, and they're a whole colony, mm -hmm. and they're together. Right. And I think that's important as mm -hmm. we go through COVID that mm -hmm. we go through it together, um, and you know, be that butterfly mm -hmm. that really has the rest and the the routines mm -hmm. and the connection mm -hmm. together. And, and I think we'll, we'll get through this, this yes. time. Right. Yeah. Very mm -hmm. good. Well, so there you have it. Um, Dr. Jinda has given us a lot of advice and recommendations how to cope with stress um, in this time of uncertainties, in the time where COVID-19 has disrupted our lives in so many ways. And um, also how we can actually get in touch with our own selves and take control of our own lives and move it forward. And even if you feel stuck, then we are able to offer this type of help for you through counseling, through medication and um, uh, physical um, rehabilitation. Um, we do have questions right now. I think we can move to our question and answer portion. Yes. Uh, let's see. Okay, so most people are impatient about COVID-19. You know, when will it go away? Why does it still keep staying? You know, when will the vaccine be, start having its effect? You know, and so what's your advice for uh, people who, you know, just can't wait for COVID to get over? I think the feeling is mutual. Mm -hmm. We, it's very normal that everyone is feeling in this way. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's understandable, but I take comfort in the fact that if we step back and look at history and time, like I said, the war, we are a generation that has met uh, a time of peace. And so we've never really know how, how long, uh, and how much suffering the war is, like mm -hmm. the way our great, I don't know, our grandparents, actually, my grandparents did. And so, um, if you want, you know, at first just step back and see that we're just going through an era mm -hmm. like the people in the past did and they've survived. Mm -hmm. So we will survive. Mm -hmm. And another thing is you can go back and talk to the people of that generation. Mm. How did they go through it? Mm -hmm. They went through it four or five years. Right. We're in our second year. Yeah. So, yes, it's it's. It's hard, mm -hmm. but I guess it's a time to develop that kind of patience right. that we don't have because we were in a generation that doesn't have right. to go through something mm -hmm. like this. And another thing is a silver lining. Mm -hmm. If we can navigate our way through it, mm -hmm. it's not about tolerating it. Right. We can start to enjoy it. And take control. And take mm -hmm. control. Right. 
and go through it. Yes. Okay. So that was a question from Mr. Abdus Salam. Yes. We have one question from Arif Khan. Mm -hmm. So it says, in new normal life, we can't be active compared to our previous times. Yes. So you know, what can we do? Mm -hmm. I think we are used to being active as a collective level. Like we go to the gym, and then. If we want to go outside to you know to different places, we go together, um, and we go in big groups, mm -hmm. or we go out to places, and you you kind of like traveling has been a part of mm -hmm. our lives so mm -hmm. much, and we travel in masses, and so those things mean that we connect it to act active being mm -hmm. active, mm -hmm. but actually we might have to learn to uncouple that mm -hmm. that being active. May not look like that, but it doesn't mean we're not going to be active. Mm -hmm. We can still, maybe as a family, exercise together, mm -hmm. create a, go to a place mm -hmm. that's more, um, you know, not so much people. Maybe mm -hmm. the park instead mm -hmm. of the gym, or maybe have a room mm -hmm. in your house if you have the space mm -hmm. to exercise. I, I exercise in just my room too, mm -hmm. and, but we have YouTube now, so right. we can look at YouTube instead. Right. So we have to be creative. Right. Or traveling, mm -hmm. we might have to travel by car. Mm -hmm. We might have to go to less places, mm -hmm. but we can be creative about how to be active mm -hmm. in that place. Mm -hmm. um, most people in the past travel by sightseeing, mm -hmm. but now maybe you might learn a different way of traveling. Mm -hmm. Like you go as a family and mm -hmm. settle in a place mm -hmm. where it's maybe your home or a safe, mm -hmm. safe place away from people, and and then uh, enjoy activities together as a family right. or go explore nature together. So you can still, I think, right. be active. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think one thing that we are able to do now is, you know, spend more time together with family. Yes. And so we could also organize activities mm -hmm. within our family, mm -hmm. have some family time, mm -hmm. uh, do some activities together, play some board games together. Mm. Um, this will build our family relationship, make it stronger mm -hmm. in the, uh, also. Yes. And uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be physical activity. It could be different types of mm -hmm. activity. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, I, I, I noticed some of my patients also, they, uh, because they have kids, you mm -hmm. know, so they, they interact more with just a few families, mm -hmm. like two, three families mm -hmm. with their kids get together, mm -hmm. play soccer together mm -hmm. and things like that. Mm -hmm. Because kids still need that physical activity mm -hmm. level. Mm -hmm. There's so much energy right. still within and, it, it, right. It's not really healthy to right. keep that. So, so it's not just within your own family. You can also have it with a couple of families where mm -hmm. you talk to each other and you keep each other safe. Like you mm -hmm. practice the same level of safety, of mm -hmm. uh, protection from COVID, um, and can be trusted to, mm -hmm. to keep each other safe. So then I think we starting to develop this kind of people with different pockets of, uh, community mm -hmm. that you can, can thrive together. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. okay. So uh, I think the question from Ayan Rahman, Rahman is similar to it says, how can, how to stay active during the COVID-19 quarantine? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the, yeah, there are different ways you can be physically active or you could um, have a communi uh, community activities mm -hmm. uh, where it's permitted. Or online. online now activities. a lot of people are doing things online, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and if, if for some people being online, they, they find it hard to connect mm -hmm. because it's just in front of the screen. Right. Some people might, uh, have like what I do sometimes. I'm like 
looking at the screen and people are talking. I mm -hmm. sometimes also color too. Right. You know, um, multitask. <laughs> it's almost like multitask, but actually, I'm I'm building concentration mm -hmm. through that very calming way mm -hmm. of coloring mm -hmm. through as I'm looking. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not focused on the coloring. Mm -hmm. It's just maybe the activity mm -hmm. that I'm doing right here so I can stay. Because some people right. may have this sensation of being in front of the computer right. and not really connecting with the person. Right. It, it doesn't feel right. right. So trying to acclimate yourself towards mm -hmm. that, you might have certain activities or mm -hmm. you might hold something like soft, mm -hmm. you know, and feel more comforted. Mm -hmm. So be aware, maybe mm -hmm. there's something that's bothering you as mm -hmm. you are trying to get through this activity. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying to yourself, ah, oh, I'll give up. This doesn't right. work. Right. Believe in yourself. As humans, we mm -hmm. can adjust. We mm -hmm. can habitize ourselves mm -hmm. in a different way. Okay. Well, this, this is a very interesting question. Uh, quite difficult, I think. <laughs> from Mr. Moshir Rahman. Yeah. Um, some people already affected and already cured. So I think people already had COVID mm. and now they're well. Yeah. But socially they are harassing. Mm. So uh, that's difficult. And how can they overcome? Or how so can they're they being overcome? socially harassed? Is that uh, what's happening? But socially they are. Yeah, I think so. I think this is something that we uh, also observed mm -hmm. in when we heard some of the news where, mm -hmm. uh, and this is part of the stress, COVID stress syndrome too, mm -hmm. foreigners, mm -hmm. uh, people are afraid of foreigners right. who might be carriers of the disease. Right. And we see behaviors where you're avoiding, right. you know, or what you've touched and right. where you've been, you know. Or you've and just been discharged from the hospital. Yes, or people, people who are sick, mm -hmm. yes, or even medical Right. Uh, personnel like us mm -hmm. are, are all in this group, right. you know, where people are afraid mm -hmm. and in, in fear of you. Mm -hmm. And then some are rightly so because they are, they have cancer, right. they have immune compromised diseases, right. they're pregnant, right. they're children. Right. So there's this disparity, like, I don't want mm -hmm. to connect mm -hmm. with you. Mm -hmm. And it could really hurt, mm -hmm. you know, to, to be felt like, you mm -hmm. know, you're being, you're being discriminated. afraid. Yeah, discriminated. Mm -hmm. Oh, one of the things is, is both sides. Mm. The side that is really fearful and mm -hmm. avoiding may need to, as I've said, get the facts straight, mm -hmm. you know, learn to calm yourself. Mm -hmm. Is this your stress reaction or is this reality? Mm -hmm. If you do have illnesses or vulnerable to COVID, mm -hmm. then obtain uh, adequate protection. Mm -hmm. But you can separate it from mm -hmm. all that intense fear. Mm -hmm. On the other side, if you're the person who's being, mm -hmm. you know, discriminated, mm -hmm. um, it, stabilize your own mm -hmm. emotions and mm -hmm. don't take it too personal mm -hmm. because people are going, allow, like I said, allow everyone to cope. Mm -hmm. They do go through that stage of fear, but it might not be forever. They might have been going through a dip, mm -hmm. but they might come out of it. Mm -hmm. If we're patient enough, People will pull through, and we can still be friends, or you know, live together. Right. Yeah. Uh, this is a, another question that I'm sure a lot of people think about: mm -hmm. how to take care of sick people um, that are afraid, since they are afraid to go to the hospital. Oh, actually, um, a lot of uh, medical care facilities, mm -hmm. including Bummerrad, mm -hmm. are having what we call tele consultations mm -hmm. or telemedicine mm -hmm. yeah um this is this is uh even eye contact with my friends in mm -hmm. the u.s mm -hmm. almost all of their therapy are now 
online. Mm. Yes, and they're finding that is really useful because、mm -hmm. people love it. They're they're here. They're、mm -hmm. in their homes,、mm -hmm. in their comfort, and they can talk and、right. very private. Right.、Um, but it's not just for mental health. Physically,、mm -hmm. you know, in Bamangrad we have.、Uh, I think you know more than me. Like you know, we have like labs. You can、mm -hmm. go out and、right. take lab tests、mm -hmm. and send medication、yes. home. You talk online with your yes. doctor. Yes. Yes. There might be that.、Um, Uh, side where the doctor can't really feel、mm -hmm. you, so there's、mm -hmm. some conditions that、mm -hmm. you do need to come in,、right. but there's some conditions you、right. don't need. There's just a follow-up is、right. is adequate. So hopefully that will、mm -hmm. take、uh, the burden off for、right. for you、right. and and actually being telemedicine、mm -hmm. instead of having to come in. If there's、mm -hmm. something that you have a quick、mm -hmm. question, there's a variety、right. of different services、mm -hmm. to get an answer、mm -hmm. now online.、Yes. So actually. People are finding it much、right. more easier in that way、right. to care for a loved one、right. who's sick. Well, on the other hand, you know,、um, you might be scared to come to the hospital. Yes. But、uh, Bamangrat does have a lot of、uh, infection control processes in place. We screen all the patients that come in,、uh, temperature screening, and also we take the history of you know their travel and what types of symptoms they're experiencing. So you can be assured that. Uh, when you come to Bamangrat International, you are in a safe place in a, a disease-free area that is always being screened and cleaned、um, according to standard. So, you might not want to come to the hospital. You can avail of the telemedicine services.、Uh, pharmacy can send your your medications also, and、uh, we can also take labs from your home. But on the other hand, it's also safe to come to our hospital. Yes, and、mm -hmm. uh, also as I've said before, if you are able to regulate your emotions, then you are clear with what you need to do to protect yourself、mm -hmm. and develop as a routine.、Mm -hmm. Wear the mask when you want to touch your face. When you want to eat,、mm -hmm. you wash your hands.、Right. Everything else. You can say, "Okay, we don't know what it is,、mm -hmm. so you don't have to be afraid of it,、right. but you just have to protect yourself."、Right. And then when you go home, you protect your loved ones.、Right. Yeah. All right. So I think we've come to the end of our session. It has been a very pleasant、uh, discussion. <laughs> It's my pleasure to have been able to talk to you and、uh, listen to the、uh, different advices that you have. That、yes. I think is very relevant to everybody、um, that is watching us. So thank you very much, Dr. Jinda. Mm -hmm. And thank you all also for joining us this afternoon.、Um, if you like the content that we have、um, provided this afternoon,、uh, do so. Say so in the comments below, or you could also click the like button. And、um, I'd like you to subscribe too, so that you won't miss any other further content that we would be sharing, and you can catch us live too. Thank you very much, everybody, and have a pleasant day.